Welcome, everybody, to another Baseball America High School podcast. I'm Connor Glassy, coming to you from the DeMarini Demo House podcast nook. When it comes to buying a baseball bat, DeMarini just changed the game. Introducing Demo House, where you can step into the cage and hit the latest from DeMarini before you buy, because there's no substitute for hitting a real baseball or talking to people who know both bats and batting. Your demo time in the cage is free. Get the season started right. Visit your nearest demo house today. Locations and full details can be found at demarini.com backslash demo house. All right, well, this week I had the chance to talk with right-handed pitcher Kevin Gossman from Grandview High School in Aurora, Colorado. Kevin's the number seven prospect on Baseball America's top 100 high school prospect list. So let's listen to the interview. Take us back to the beginning. When did you start playing baseball, and what was it about baseball that had you hooked? Um, well, really it was my brother. My brother got me hooked on baseball, um, just because he, he's older and, you know, I saw him playing, so of course I wanted to start playing. Um, but I, I started when I was seven, um, and I always played up a year. Um, I guess my dad just thought that, you know, that would help me just become a better baseball player. Um, and, you know, all my friends were older, so, you know, it, it was just, it was just fit really well. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, your older brother, Brian, he pitched in the Royal system, and now he's a scout for the Rangers. Is that right? Yeah, yes. Yes, he is. Okay. Um, are you guys close? Yeah, we're really close. He actually um, lives with us still. Um, he he has his uh, teacher's certificate, yep. but, you know, he, he didn't get it until halfway through the school year, so he's really got to wait till next year. Okay. But he's, he's also a pitching coach. And uh, one of our rival high schools from around here. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> that's, that's an yeah. interesting dynamic. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, crap talking at the dinner table. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> uh, did you play other sports growing up? Um, I played football for two years, and I played basketball every year. Yep. Okay. Were you were you a quarterback or a receiver? Um, I was actually a fullback and a defensive end. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I was, you know, big for then, but you know, I'm, I definitely wouldn't play that now if I still played football. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're committed to LSU. What, what other schools do you consider, and what was it about LSU that that stood out to you and made you made you commit there? Well, I considered uh, Arkansas, Texas, Arizona State. Um, I was also talking to Oregon, Oregon State. Pretty pretty heavily. Yeah. Um. But really, you know, I went on, I went on a visit to Arkansas, and you know, I, I loved it. But you know, I didn't really see myself going there. Um. And then I took my visit to LSU, and really just kind of fell in love with it. Um. I think it was just a mixture of everything. You know, I I didn't really expect Maneri to have time for me, and you know, he was com- completely the opposite of what I thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the one driving around the golf cart, you know, spending nine hours with us day. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's just it's just like the small things, you know, that you just kind of notice. Um, I really liked all the guys that I've met that are, like, going, that are my class for LSU. Yeah. So, I, you know, I knew there was going to be some good guys there that were going to be going there with me. And I also really got pretty close with a couple of their players that are still there. So, you know, it just it just fit perfectly. And I really wanted a place with rich in baseball tradition. Yeah. And, you know, it just it fit perfect. Sure. I'm sure winning the College World Series didn't hurt. 
definitely not. Yeah. Um, walk us through your summer out on the showcase circuit. I mean, what was that experience like to spend the summer playing with the best players in the country and playing in a couple of big league ballparks? Um, yeah, it was awesome. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was, it was kind of hard, you know, traveling as much as I did and that sort of thing. But you know, it gets you ready for what you want to do and kind of, kind of helps you in that aspect. But you know, you just go from place to place playing baseball, and you meet so many different guys that you know you, you still talk to mostly, and uh, you know you get some good relationships with guys, and you know. You talk to guys that are getting recruited by the same school as you, and it's just a blast. I mean, it was kind of it was kind of weird me being there because I didn't really see myself as you know one of those top guys. Just because you know they have so much more time to be playing baseball and so much nicer weather and just have everything going for them. Um, but you know, after a while, I kind of realized that you know, I was there with some of the top guys, so it was kind of fun to you know represent for you know, one of the cold states and, you know, just kind of be one of the guys that, you know, is on, you know, the top list with some of these, some of these guys that, you know, you get around and, you know, they're great guys, great baseball players and, you know, it was just a blast. Tyler Summer was so much fun. Sure. Yeah, and you got to be a part of Team USA's junior national team that won gold medals against Cuba. What was that like? It was, it was amazing. I mean, it was eye-opening. It was, it was such a rush. It's so competitive. I mean, just, I mean, I got invited to trials, and, you know, I thought, when I showed up, I thought, I was like, oh, I got a spot, you know. And then you see, you know, 33 guys or something, something whatever it was, and, you know, everybody's fighting for a spot. Mm-hmm. And it, it got pretty intense, you know. Uh, a lot of these guys are really competitive, but it was, it was a blast. Once you make the team, you know, they treat you awesome. You know, going down to Venezuela was something I'll never forget. It was just it's a completely different world down there, different baseball, and it was awesome. Yeah, that's that's kind of the impression I got. I mean, I talked to uh, Garrett Keeney, and I've talked to Jameson about that a little bit, and what they said is that, you know, it's it was so different down there. It was such, um, you know, unique living conditions that you guys aren't used to that it really made you guys bond together as a team, and, and that's what helped you guys, you know, win it all. Well, you know, I think, too, it's just the fact that you spend a month with these guys every day. You're playing baseball, you know, you're with them the entire day pretty much. Um, so, you know, you, you get pretty close with those guys, and it was kind of weird after we won. Uh, two days later, you know, we're back in our home state, you know, mm-hmm. getting ready to go back to school, and you're just like, well, I'm not going to see any of these guys for forever, really. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was kind of weird parting ways, but it was a blast. Yeah. Do you think, you know, that experience of um, playing on that stage and, and, you know, with that type of schedule, you think that helped better prepare you for what lies ahead, whether that's college baseball or the minor leagues? Oh, definitely. I mean, whenever someone talks to me about, you know, being ready for the minors and that sort of thing, I think what we did in North Carolina would be, you know, kind of equal to the minor leagues, really. You know, you wake up in the morning. You got breakfast, then practice, then lunch, then practice again, and then, you know, a game that night. So, you know, it, it kind of prepares you for what's coming up and just helps you get in that mindset. You know, it's kind of hard to get used to, but, you know, once you do it for a month, it's pretty pretty easy to do. Yeah, yeah. So how's this season going for you? I, I read that last week you got to pitch at Coors Field. 
sell tickets to the Rockies, so they kind of pay us back by letting us play there one yeah. game every year. That must be a fan. Did you grow up a Rockies fan? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, you know, at the same time, I'm not going to lie, it kind of depended on how they were doing. <laughs> Fairweather um, fan, huh? Yeah, well, you know, I, I used to be a huge Phillies fan because uh, Pat the Bat was my favorite player. Yeah. But, you know, they got rid of him, so I don't, I don't really like them too much anymore. But, you know, they're so good that you kind of have to like them. Sure. Okay. Um, a couple of your teammates on Team USA, Jameson and, and Cody Bucal, threw no hitters this week. Have you ever thrown a no hitter? Um, I actually, I have. Um, not since I've been in high school. Um, you know, it always seems like I'll be going real good, you know, sixth inning, I'll have a no-no going, and, you know, I'll, I'll throw a bad change up and somebody will get a base hit on me or something. So, kind of been unlucky in that, that fact, but. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, I always like to ask pitchers firsthand to d- describe their stuff. You know, I got to see you quite a bit this summer, but tell me, you know, about your pitches, your, your grips on those pitches, and how you like to use each pitch. Okay, um, well, you know, my fastball, um, I throw a four seam and a two seam, and, um, really I got, I have a natural sink in my, uh, four seam, so, you know, that, that really helps me just be able to throw that more, I think. You know, I think some of these guys, you know, the harder they throw, I think the less movement they get sometimes, and, you know, the ball is just kind of flat, um. So, you know, that really helps me. Uh, you know, over the summer, I really developed a feel for a change-up. And um, it's kind of a weird change. It's like a split slash, slash like, Vulcan change. Okay. And um, it's been it's been really awesome for me just to get to learn that. And, you know, going through some days where, you know, my coach would tell me just, hey, just throw fastball change today and work on your change and that sort of thing. So... That's really helped. Um, I have a I have a curveball and a slider. Um, I just like throwing two different two different breaking pitches, just because I, I don't know. Like being being a two way player, I think if you see enough of a good a good curveball, mm-hmm. that you know you're going to be able to hit it pretty easily. So you know, I just like being able to throw a slider and a curve. Okay, but um. My curve, uh, you know, I'd say that's probably my worst pitch right now. Um, but it's it's probably like a two, two to eight break. Yep. Um, but you know, and then I have my slider, which is really just you know a cutter, more of a cutter. Um, it's just kind of a hard or kind of a slow fastball that moves. Yeah. So, you know, I really like really like throwing that. Um, yeah, I've also kind of been working on just a straight change too. Okay. So okay. you know, I've just I've just kind of been working with stuff and seeing how everything goes with that. Sure. Okay. Well, tell me about your between starts routine. What what's your workout schedule like for days when you're not pitching? Well, the day after I pitch, I usually well the day of I did I pitch, I always run after. Uh, we have a big hill by Grandview. I just kind of do sprints up and down that, and um, and then the day after I pitch, I always work out. Um, yep. I think a lot of guys 
kind of just run, and I think that's bad, you know, because during baseball, if you're just running, you're going to lose your strength that, you know, you build up over the fall and that sort of thing. So, you know, I, I always like working out the day after the pitch. Yeah. I think it really helps you, you know, get the lactic acid, but at the same time, you know, keep those, keep that muscle that you've been building up. And um, pretty much during the week, I just run a lot. Yep. Um, I also kind of, if I can get a chance, I usually get in the pool and do some laps. Um, but really, it kind of depends on what the week looks like for our games. And, you know, if I'm going to be playing right and that sort of thing. So. Okay. Um, who's the toughest hitter you've ever faced? Jeez. Um, I would probably have to say Marcus Littlewood. Yep. Um, yeah, I just think he's such a such a threat hitting. He's a really good switch hitter. Yeah. Um, so you know he can he can beat you on both sides of the plate. Um, being that I played with him, you know, on the Ohio Warhawks and stuff, I've kind of seen both sides of it. Just being on the team and pitching against him, so. It's been a blast, you know, watch him, and he's just such a smart hitter, you know? Yep. He didn't have any problem walking and that sort of thing. Sure. Yeah, he's growing up around it, you know? Yeah. Um, what's your most memorable moment playing baseball? Um, you know, I'd have to say for, for Grandy, we, uh, my high school, we won our summer league for Colorado. Yeah. Uh, the Coney Mac, so... You know, it, I'd say that's probably my biggest moment. Um, just being that, you know, being in a program that's, you know, had success, but at the same time, you know, we'll be really good one year, and, you know, we'll be number one the entire year, and then not get that first round of playoffs or something. So, you know, it, it, it was just fun just because a lot of the guys around here don't really have you know, that much to look forward to in baseball. So, you know, it was, it was just fun doing that. Sure. And, and, you know, it was awesome. Okay, good. Plus, we beat my brother's team, so. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, I have to ask, because you mentioned it to me when I was working on the Affleck Files last summer, and I just read about it again in another interview you did on, on, on another website. But uh, you really have a thing for Little Debbie products, don't you? Okay. Uh, yeah, I actually, I actually do, um, you know, it's kind of weird, my, uh, my frame, you really can't tell, um, but I eat a lot, I mean, I, uh, I'm actually known on the team for, uh, for always having, um, to host this donuts, um, I always have an entire bag of powdered donuts during the game. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of get crap for that, but I'm not. I just, I've just always been that way. Um, you know, I'm always eating the day sort of thing. I just, I don't know why. I really just, that's just the way I've always been. Yeah. Did he have yeah, to? Yeah, but, I mean, I love little Debbie. So. <laughs> Did he have to uh, pack some snacks with you when you went down to Venezuela? I actually took a bunch. Um. I pretty much packed my entire bag 
And then uh, my, my host family, I became pretty close with my host family. And I had uh, given them some money and gave them a list to go to the store with. Yeah. And uh, they kind of, you know, hooked me up. And I just pretty much packed my bags and then just dumped all the food that I could get into my bag. And <laughs> you know, by the time we got to Venezuela, it was all scores and stuff, but still ate it, so it was good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, okay, let me ask you a couple more fun questions here. How, did you fill out a March Madness bracket? I actually did. How's it looking? Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty beat up the first week. Uh, but, you know, I had Old Dominion beating Notre Dame, so that was a big one that I won. And I had uh, St. Mary's going pretty far, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, but, you know, I guess I Syracuse winning it all, so. All right, we'll see you didn't pick Kansas like I did. Yeah, I got uh, Syracuse and, against West Virginia, so. All right, nice. We're set right now. Sure. What, what's your favorite music group? Um, I would probably have to say OAR. All right. How about favorite movie? Um, probably any one of the major leagues. Oh, good call. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, hey, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no, no, no. All right, well, thank you very much for taking the time to do this, and, and good luck this season, all right? Yeah, thanks, Connor. All right, bye-bye. All right, well, thank you for listening to another Baseball America High School podcast. And remember, when it comes to buying a baseball bat, DeMarini just changed the game. Introducing Demo House, where you can step into the cage and hit the latest from DeMarini before you buy because there's no substitute for hitting a real baseball or talking to people who know both bats and batting. Your demo time in the cage is free. Get the season started right. Visit your nearest demo house today. Locations and full details can be found at demarini.com backslash demo house. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.